Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today we are going to chat all about the Cappadocia and kiddos. All right, so we are wrapping up the um, doshas and children and ways that we can kind of incorporate Ayurveda into our kiddos' life based on their dosha. So the last one that I'm chatting about is kapha. Now the kapha dosha, kids are also in the kapha time of life. And so each dosha is associated with the time of life. So from ages zero to 18, it's the kapha time. Um, from 18 to uh, 65-ish, uh, it's the pitta time. And then about 60, 65 and above is the vata time of life again. So this is where, you know, the colds, the mucus, the flus, all of that can come into play because kapha is associated with the lungs and with the throat. And so that's kind of all of those little diseases that can happen. Um, tend to happen a lot when we're kids because it's, it's just what's going on in our bodies and we're around a lot of other kids. And so the mucus and all of that um, comes into play more often. So let's talk about kapha and some of the traits that go along with kapha. It's aligned with earth and water and its season of the year is midwinter through spring. And the time of day is from 6 to 10 a.m. and 6 to 10 p.m. And it tends to be more of the larger frame body. So when out of balance, what does a kapha look like? So usually it's a wet, damp feeling, unmotivated. There can be some sadness associated with kapha. In the body, colds and coughs located in the chest that are wet and damp feeling. Dry coughs tend to be more associated with avata. So it's more of that wetness. You tend to move slowly if you're out of balance in the kapha unless you're more slowly moving in general. Um, I know for me, I'm just a slow walker. That doesn't necessarily mean that my cough is out of balance. It's just my natural tendency is to be a little bit more on the slower leisure pace of walking. Um, you can take, it can take a little bit more to get motivated. If you're a cough, if you're out of balance, your digestion tends to slow down and oversleeping can happen. So what about imbalance? Um, imbalance, they're really loyal. They're graceful. They tend to be pretty stable. I think of them like the mama earth. They are hugging and loving um, both kids and adults, and they're super genuine and kind. So this is just like your ray of sunshine child who just has no care in the world, and they're just such um, a grounded, caring individual. So with those things and with knowing those characteristics are typically associated with the kapha, how can we help the kapha child stay focused? One thing is gymnastics. So gymnastics actually can help play into their creativity. They can, um, they tend to, once they get going and once they're motivated, they tend to have great endurance. So gymnastics is a great sport for that because once they get into class, they might not want to go initially, but once they're there, they tend to be really strong and capable and that gives them more confidence. Going for a walk or to the park really helps that kapha child, especially if they are one to um, not like to move a ton. And so making sure that you have some time for going out, um, to the park, maybe you walk to the park or bike to the park, um, doing handstands or headstands. So this can be done at gymnastics, but that actually helps with the kapha. This is, might be a little bit older of a kapha child, but that helps, um, again, show them their strength. They tend to be super strong and kaphas. I've had a few kapha clients, um, be able to easily pop up into a hands or a headstand never having done one before. Um, I just cued her into it and boom, actually both, both coffee clients that I had, um, easily got up into one. And from me just telling them what to do 
And so that is, tends to be a characteristic of kaphas. They are very strong. And that really, that confidence in their bodies, that helps them have a lifelong um, nurturing practice with movement. And so they'll enjoy it because what happens sometimes in older um, kaphas as they get older, uh, you might not have that relationship to exercise, to movement if you weren't ex exposed to it as a kid. So having that movement really helps the kapha dosha in general. And doing it first thing in the morning, that really helps. Um, I know I have a couple clients now, her, her kiddos are probably a little bit more on the vata side, so this can help that vata dosha too. But before school, her goal is to have the kids out at the skating rink before school starts so they can burn off a little energy so they're able to sit for school. This would also help for the kapha dosha. If they don't tend to have a lot of energy after school, if they're just really tired and lethargic and they don't want to do this, having the movement practice to start the day will help get them motivated and energized to go throughout the day. That goes for adults as well. So the kapha dosha is really from 6 to 10 a.m. It's a perfect time to work out. Our bodies are craving it. Our bodies are craving that movement. And so being able to do even a light stretching routine or something just to kind of get energy flowing will help things from getting stagnant. And the kapha dosha is associated with stagnation. And so if we have the juices flowing, if we have the movement um, in our bodies, we're less likely to get that stuck energy. And that will help everything stay in balance for the kiddos and for adults. Another one is having a routine of reading and cuddling. And that's going to help nurture their need for showing affection to their loved ones. Because remember, these are your mama earths. They want to hug. They want to cuddle. They want to be by you. And um, having the time where they can sit in your lap and you can read them a book or before bed, you have a nice bedtime routine where you're reading um, to them or they're reading to you and you get to you know, be by each other. Um, this will be really great for nurturing that kindness and that genuine nature of the kapha. And then the last one is limiting the sweet and salty flavors. So as the kapha dosha tends to get, become more out of balance with sugary foods. Now the sweetness, um, the sweetness can come from other foods, like even sweet potatoes. So some of those heavy grounding foods can put kapha out of balance if you have too much of the heavy and grounded foods. So making sure that we have, um, we balance it off with some lightness in our meals with some of the heavier, denser foods. Um, and then the sweetness can also, obviously the sugary food, when we think about sweetness there, we want to make sure um, that can also throw off kids in other ways because, well, when I give my son some sugar and some candy that he hasn't had, typically most children are going to go a little bit more to the excited energy and start running around. And um, then you're going to have a child who is not necessarily out of balance, just having a sugar high. So kind of paying attention to all of those things um, will help. So those are primarily what the Kapha child um, can be focused in on. Now, that, this one's a little bit shorter of an episode because I've kind of given a little bit more of a background of the doshas in the Vata episode. So if you are tuning into this one, make sure you go back and check out episode 237 and 238 so you learn about the Vata and, and Pitta kiddos because we need to know a little bit about all three of the doshas. So if we only know about the one dosha that our child is, um, that is helpful, but we also need to know how to treat if they go out of balance in a different dosha. And so you need to know a little bit understanding about all of them and some of the signs um, that the child is um, off in that dosha. And that will help keep them a little bit more grounded, that will have their routine, kids really do thrive on that routine. Um, and that's how you can kind of incorporate some of these, some of the Ayurvedic approaches to, um, to kiddos. 
So I hope you all enjoyed these episodes with the Ayurvedic approach to kiddos. Um, I will be back for one more episode this year before um, we take a couple week break. Um, and then we'll be back again in January with restore and renew as our topic. So I'm super excited to dive into that with some of my favorite yoga teachers and, um, you know, just ways that you can incorporate some rest, especially in January. It's a great time to connect in with yourself. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.